Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. Indeed, I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. We are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Woohoo! So for those of you who have been kind of following in our journey, we've been doing a lot of traveling this year, specifically starting in May when we were technically, our, we were not homeless because our home has been our 2022 Rockwood Mini Light 2205S. Right. So we were selling our house in California. We got into the travel trailer and our goal was eventually to go to New Mexico and buy a house. Right. Well, during this last couple of weeks, we sold the house in California and yeah. bought a house yeah. <laughs> in New Mexico. So, yep, yeah, we did it. Okay, so that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Yeah, it was like, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, done. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, um, I'm sure if you follow the news, you know that the housing market has changed dramatically in the past few months, which definitely affected our ability to sell the house in Northern California. And well, we finally did. There's a new person loving the house and we put an offer on a house here in New Mexico and they accepted it. So now we're in escrow. So there that's you go. Right. That's the exciting news. So that's our exciting news for this last couple of weeks. Yeah. And the whole time we've been, as you may know, living in our 2022 Rockwood Mini Light 2205S, we spent almost a month in Colorado. Yeah. Now it's been a week here in New Mexico and we have another week to go. So if you're around Albuquerque, perhaps we could meet up at a, at a place around here. We right. have already done that several times with people. With some local uh, yeah, listeners. Some new yep. friends and such. Apparently the breweries here in Albuquerque are pretty doggone good. Yeah, not even apparently. Your tests, you're systematically finding out one brewery at a time. We've been to a few of them and haven't been disappointed. No, the the beer and the food here is fantastic. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk a little about that yeah, later. Yeah, and, and speaking of the food being fantastic, I wanted to give a shout out to Michael. I don't know which Michael, <laughs> but one of our friends named Michael got an address at America's Mailbox and let them know that we referred them. And we got a gift card to a restaurant. So yeah. we have to do a little research and figure out what restaurants are available around here. But thanks, Michael. You bought us dinner. Yeah, We're going to use it, it to celebrate buying and selling houses. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you did not listen to our episode about domicile states and why we have a mailbox in South Dakota, right. to America's mailbox, we'll put a link to that episode. It's interesting. We are going to keep that moving forward. It, it's it, The mail kind of can chase you around with that, which is a good thing. Well, the mail has a lot of chasing to do right now. We still have our address in California, and we have our address in South Dakota, and now we have an address here in New Mexico. Yeah, there so. you go. We ordered something on Amazon the other day and the list was like, oh my gosh, we have a lot of yeah. places we could get this yeah. stuff. So anyway, kind of funny. We have other new news, new things happening. And one of those is that we are now having some printing done by a family member's company. Nature Soup is my niece, well, technically my cousin's daughter. 
and she has a company called Nature Soup. She has an Etsy store, but she is also doing some of our printing. So if you have been waiting to buy a, I don't know, stressless camping coffee mug or bumper sticker, this is the time to go check out our store <laughs> and see not, not everything is coming through Nature Soup. Some of the things that she's not really ready to go live on yet, like t-shirts are still from our old printer. But as we continue this relationship and she starts getting some orders, she's going to keep working on some different things. So check out the store and buy something from Nature Soup. Becca is using this opportunity to create products from her home so that she can be there with her four daughters. Yeah, her four daughters. And she's also going to taking classes. Now, I don't know if she's going to school, but she is taking some classes. So she's a busy, busy mom. And you know, when you're a busy, busy mom, working from home comes in really handy. And so yeah. she is doing that by doing printing through her company. We have highlighted the items on our store that are made by her. Like I said, we like supporting family and friends and, and any small business really yeah, yeah but especially when it's a family or a friend that has a small business and we know that we're supporting a family yep kind of a cool thing so if you want to stress this camping mug or tote bag or mouse pad uh you'll be supporting her too yep anyway that's the dilly illy eily oh yeah so this week we have a really wonderful guest when we were interviewing him, we didn't really, we started talking so much, we didn't take time to really introduce him. And so I'm going to briefly right now, his name is Mike Ray, and he's with the company that provides Gas Stop. We've got a few gas stops, which we do talk about. And our next few guests actually kind of make this the beginning of our little series on safety. Yep. <laughs> so, and uh, we have had a gas stop on the previous modern trailer we put it on the vintage trailer which we still have and now have to go get in california yeah and we have it on this trip we have a gas stop on this trailer so without any further ado let's hear from mike mike what is your title there i am uh, one of the partners of dps and dps is the importer for gas stop gas stop is a company out of the netherlands it's been there for Close to 12, 13 years, the gas stop line of products and thousands of storefronts across Europe, from Sweden down through Spain. And we have brought gas stop to the United States. Uh, and as of January of 2021, we launched into the U.S. For our audience who doesn't know, what is gas stop? Believe it or not, it has nothing to do with your gastric system. It purely is around RV. <laughs> it is definitely around RV safety. Though that might be in your listeners first, like, okay, there. But what it is, is this. The Europeans, the, the folks were really incredibly impressed by their engineering. They saw a gap in the market and it exists in the U.S. as well, which is there's nothing on an RV that shuts off the full propane 100%. In the case you have a catastrophic break in a line anywhere. So if you're venting propane because you had a break in the line, there's nothing that shuts it down 100%. There is some safety equipment inside tanks to keep you from overfilling. There's an excess flow valve built into most connectors that shut off a portion of the flow. 
but you still will have flow coming in if you have a problem. Gas stop solves that. It is a small valve that connects directly to your tank. And if it senses a dramatic flow of propane due to a big leak like that, it automatically and 100% shuts off the flow. And that could be, for example, if you're driving down the road and you have a blowout. A lot of propane lines, especially on travel trailers, are run right near the wheels. And we know more than one circumstance where somebody popped a tire on the road and it cut the gas line. Well, now you've got unlimited gas coming until the tank runs out. So that's one way. And I know there has been recently a big recall on propane fittings for RVs where that quick connect for the barbecue or griddle or whatever has failed. When I worked, I managed the warranty department at an RV dealership. I can't tell you how many of those regulators we replaced. They were, I knew if somebody had a two or three year old RV, chances are I'd be selling them a regulator. No, you're absolutely right. And that's the other reason for gas stock because some of the regulators have been free venting. And so it's an important thing. So how does gas stop work and how easy is it to put in? So like I actually installed the gas stop on our RV because it's so easy. You just unattach where the gas line attaches to the propane bottle and put the gas stop in between the two. And then to get it to like prime, you actually pump the area where the gauge is. There's a little bit of a pump action and that primes it up. It also kind of shows you how much gas is in there and then it allows the gas to flow. I explained the 100% shutoff. Not only does it do that, it also does a couple of other things really well. Gas stop will not shut off if you've got a minor leak because again, it needs to sense a catastrophic leak like a lot because what you don't want gas stop to do is shut off your flow of propane if you're just using the stove or the heater's on or whatever, right? Right. So we want to make sure not to have things that are you know inconvenient like that. But for a minor leak, you could use your gas stop to monitor the integrity of your system to make sure that you have no leaks, even pinhole leaks. So it's a very easy process to check for minor leaks anywhere in your system from your gas stop to the back of your stove, right underneath the coach or your trailer and the back of your appliances, et cetera. So you check for minor leaks. So that's number two. Number three is I keep hearing stories of RVers wake up in the middle of the night and their heater's out because they ran out of propane. <laughs> the nice thing about gas stop, it's got a really high quality pressure gauge. And then it gives you, especially as you're towards the bottom of your bottle, gives you advanced warning before you run out. So that's the three things that gas stop would do because to your question, what does this thing do? Shuts off 100%. If you ever have a major leak, right? And like you had said, maybe a tire goes, takes out a line. We've been installed since uh, we've had a lot of folks, tens of thousands of RVers have them on their RVs. We're starting to get stories out of the field. You know, people losing lines, class A, passenger side front, those big massive tires. It went out, took out a propane line, side looked like grenade went off. And they told us a story about how that just shut off the flow of propane right in a meeting. They felt it's just so much better. There was a trailer that flipped in Texas, had a gas stop on it. 
really, they felt that gas stop saved them, you know, because everything went everywhere. So mm-hmm. stories like this are developing. So this is the kind of thing that gas stop will do for you. Keeps you safe hundred percent. If you have a major leak, if you smell propane, quick way to check and see if it's you or not you, right. Checking for minor leak and make sure you never run out of propane. Assuming you look at the gas stop. <laughs> Well, it's an important part of the strategy. You can run out of gas in the truck, too, and you have to look at the gauge once in a while. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. say, the portion where you can check for minor leaks, we had been restoring a vintage trailer, and I didn't really trust the propane system on a 50-year-old rig. We put gas stops on that rig, too, and yes, there was a minor leak. And I was able to find it and fix it. And having the gas stop on the vintage trailer gave me a lot of peace of mind as well. So that's another way we've used it and really appreciate it. I think you're absolutely right. This minor leak capability is people are really loving that because after they go on a long trip, you know, you've been six hours bouncing around for, you know, moving from campsite (laughs) to campsite. And you arrive in a new one and people have either mentally or on a piece of paper, they have a checklist. The sliders, you know, my electrical system, put my surge protector on, do the piece. And this, they've added to that checklist to make sure that they've had nothing developed in the propane system during the ride. No minor leak. So they'll do a quick minor leak check. Takes three to five minutes, right? Because you could check with using the bubble solution on all the things that you can see, which normally is right around the propane bottles and such, but those lines disappear, right? They go underneath your RV, they go behind the bulkheads. You don't know if anything happened there. With a gas stop, you can check every bit of that system within, like I said, three to five minute test. So really helps a ton. Yeah, and it's not additional tools you need. It's there installed in your propane system. And as Peggy said earlier, if you know how to hook up a propane bottle, you know how to hook up a gas stop. It is literally no more difficult than when you put the propane bottle after you have it filled. It's the same connector and just goes between the propane bottle and the gas system. You're right, it's super easy. It looks like a regular pressure gauge, but inside how it does this is really why it was able to be patented and UL spent a year testing it to make sure that it worked every time, you know, performance wise is it's got an intricate set of chambers inside of that gas stop device, including a O-ring and a small stainless steel ball that separates your tank side from your trailer side or your motorhome side. And what that does, it basically acts like a check valve and it's purely mechanical. So it's super simple. It's just the genius of how you make that thing work every time. That thing normally is closed. A little small ball is tucked into that O-ring and shuts down that flow. So you do a thing called priming, which is just you push down on the gas gauge. It pushes that ball out of the O-ring, allows enough gas to go downstream. You prime it five times. You basically are setting a trigger. So once you set that trigger, you don't have to do that again until you either have a major leak or you just turn off your tank again, right? And then it fails closed, so make sure that you stay protected. Yeah, and, and one of the nifty things, because it's purely mechanical, no batteries or anything right. tricky, it's just one of those delightfully simple but really effective tools. 
that I think is something any RVer who has propane should have on their rig. I think you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. It is so simple, but it's so they test every one of those. It's got a QR code, you know, that definitely shows that they've been tested and what the test results on every device. And it's got a five-year warranty. So that way, you know, you're totally backed up and that's, you know, that is of high quality because anything you put in your propane system, you want to make sure it's right. And with what we've seen, you mentioned earlier, and you're spot on, there's just a ton of recalls, lots of very interesting things around what you said, the connections, but also on the regulators, et cetera. Don't you think, you know, RVers really need to be in more control and have more peace of mind of what's going on in the propane system with a gas stop right there at the tank before you really let anything go in your system, you're able to monitor it. And as you said, with the recall, one of the scary things about it is, yeah, there's all these propane valves that are being recalled right now, but they're back ordered. So yeah. if there's a known issue and you, you know, you're like, oh, I know this valve is being recalled, but I can't get one from the dealership. That's a, just another reason to put a gas stop in your system and really protect yourself. Absolutely. And um, you reminded me that on the protection, the peace of mind thing, we're just at a recent show and these folks were walking by and yelling, I love gas stop. <laughs> we love gas stop too, but that was rather passionate, right? For a device. <laughs> so we asked them what it was about. And the story was they were all, uh, and it had been a recent story, which is why they're still emotional about it. They were sitting around a campfire with a group of RVs around them and they're having a great evening. And all of a sudden they started smelling propane and propane around a fire gets you super excited. Right. <laughs> right. So everybody starts scrambling to their RVs to see where the leaks coming from. Well, as the rest of the people are running around their RVs sniffing, trying to smell and see if theirs is leaking. Cause that's the only way you can normally tell unless your alarm's going off. They went back to their unit, did that minor leak test with their gas stop. Within three minutes, knew that it wasn't them, right? So peace of mind, they knew immediately. But then they took a gas stop off. To Peg's point, super easy to take it off. They took it off their device and then went around to all their friends and helped them identify which one had the minor leak. Oh, wow. And huh, they became that's... heroes to their whole crew, right? Who all went out and bought gas stops real quick. <laughs> So that's why the guy loved Gaston. It's a relatively inexpensive safety thing that, I mean, it really could save your life. Yeah. Right? And it's a relatively inexpensive piece of safety equipment. It's $80 on Amazon or wherever, you know, you like to buy things. And it's just simple peace of mind to potentially save your life. Right. You're absolutely right. And we always like it to do an airbag. Right. We don't like to overhype the idea that, you know, your RV is going to blow up tomorrow because not only propane systems are relatively safe, sure. but just like in your vehicle, you've got a safety piece of gear, you know, an airbag, right? It just sits there and just sits there, right? Hopefully you'll never see what an airbag looks like. Yeah. Our life of your vehicle. But boy, if you ever have a major incident, you'll be really, really happy that you got an airbag because it'll make its appearance, right? And it'll potentially save your life. We see that 
the 100% shutoff feature is truly around that, right? Hopefully, you'll never have to see that. But boy, you'd be, to your point, Tony, for an inexpensive price, you basically have that peace of mind. It's sitting there just watching. Yep. And one of the nice things, if you do trade RVs, let's say you have a trailer and you trade to another trailer, it's as easy as you disconnect it from the old trailer and put it on the new one. Right. So, like a propane bottle. Absolutely right. So if you buy one, it, it's yours to take to whatever RV you have. And it's super easy to move around. You take it off, move it on. You can work in a conjunction with an extended stay if you've got various accessories that you use as well. It's for class A's, class C's. There's a peel well type gas stop. So it connects directly into the fixed tank for mm. The trailers like you guys have, as well as fifth wheels, there's that Acme, the big connector that goes right on your DOT tank, the 20, 30, 40-pound tank. So super easy to move them around to your point. Yeah, it's a good product that is well thought through and not expensive. And it could save your life. You right. can't beat it. <laughs> it save your life, your rig, your neighbors. Yeah, RV fires are no fun. Right. They are not fun. And um, anything you can do to stack, and I think you said earlier, to stack the deck in your favor. And, uh, you know, you get a surge protector. You just basically put a you ring fence your RV, the main subsystems with safety, right? You put a surge protector in an electrical system. And if you look at your propane system, here's your gas stop is that device to help you with that. And uh, it's super effective. The other thing that we haven't talked about is um, when we were putting gas stop in, we were finding that the fit was a little tight in trailers. So when Peggy was talking about how easy it is to put on, it is, but it adds a little length on after your tank. And so if you're yeah. trying to put a cover with your pigtail, some RVs, you can't get that cover on if it's straight up because of the pigtail. Right. So we developed by necessity, and that turned out to be a lot more powerful than just that, but we developed uh, with the Europeans, and it was really a U.S. consumer's idea. We partnered with them. They helped us with it. It was it's basically an L-shaped or 90-degree brass fitting coming right off of your pigtail connector. So instead of that pigtail going straight out, it just has that 90-degree big piece of brass that just redirects the flow. So what happens with our 90 degree gas gear, because it is not gas stop, it does not stop gas, it's just a pigtail with a 90 degree fitting. So our brand there is gas gear. That gas gear product helps you very easily now put a cover back on, right? Right. But what we found is after we built that and got that in, we found there was really a lot of angst and frustration with pigtails that they tend to be the thing that cracks and leaks and, you know, et cetera, because when it does come out, even without a gas stop, you're pulling down that hose to get it to the regulator. And that's where that stress is. And that's where they crack or the connection point right there at the crimp. So also people loving that 90 degree thing, because it has no stress. It's got a one-year warranty on the rubber version and a two-year warranty on the stainless steel braided. That's how good they made these. So right. hopefully it's not that, you know, in the future doesn't come the throwaway piece of your kit, right? <laughs> Actually, in our old trailer, which had the 20-pound tanks, we did have the 90-degree fitting because that plastic propane cover wouldn't fit. This right. newer trailer with the 30-pound tanks, 
we didn't have to put the 90 degree fitting it just fit right on so but yeah we have the 90 degree fitting and you're right it, it really simplifies things that is wonderful that's why we did a combination of a gas stop with again gas gear in the right places yeah yeah really works well yeah and again i i was really happy with the way everything was built and the the quality was there you folks are doing a good job with what you're building. Well, we just think it's important. Like every other invention that comes out, it solves for a need, right? So there's a there's a niche. It, it does, like I said, those three things really well, right? Shuts off 100%. And the really rare potential opportunity of you having a massive leak, right? But it'll be sitting there watching it and shut down if you do. Two, you'd use it pretty consistently to check for minor leaks. You guys pointed out something that was pretty, what I thought was very interesting, which is they coat a lot of the hoses on automobiles and RVs with that soy, soy based yeah. uh, latex covering and that, critters. That delicious material that the rats like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, anybody's lost a wiring harness in a car can tell oh. you at the same time they lose, they chew on the RV hoses. So if you're going to have the RV put away for a while, this is a way for you very quickly in three to five minutes when you pull out of storage before you go on your trip, use gas stop to do a quick, you know, integrity check of your whole system before you get on the road. And you, that yeah. way you feel very comfortable. You know that you've got a good system. Yeah. It's again, just peace of mind. Well, this has been great. We are big advocates of Gas Stop and really appreciate your taking the time to come and share with our audience. We encourage everybody to go get one or two. We have two on our trailer That's and right. two on our vintage trailer. Yes, get as many as you have gas tanks. Mike, right. will you tell us the best way to find them? For more information and for, as you guys had said earlier, your favorite retailer, go to <laughs> Gas Stop USA. GasStopUSA.com, and it's got uh, a whole set of FAQs. It's got a, a bunch uh, of installation instructions, how it works, why it works. There is probably over 20 videos of people testing them. Some of them scared the hell out of us by snipping live propane lines to show you that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but they were really cool. They just show you without a shadow of a doubt why Without a gas stop, with gas stop, how you'll see the difference. You, without a gas stop, you hear the hissing of the propane continuing to flow after they snip the line versus, hey, with a gas stop, you hear that pop when it just shuts off right there at, at the tank. So there's a bunch of videos for folks to check out so they can also articles like yours. And there's at the bottom... There's a whole set of retailers, Amazon, Techno RV, General RV, Lazy Days, Airstream Life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So gasstopusa.com, they can get all of that information. And of course, we're going to put a link to gasstopusa.com so that you can find that. Mike, is there anything else that, about Gas Stop that we haven't thought to even hit on? No, you folks have been awesome in terms of the questions. I think we hit on the highlights of it. It's just for peace of mind, folks out there on the road, we know that over 60% of folks, even though that we know some, you should be shutting off propane, at least over 60% have left propane on mm -hmm. while underway. 
We also encourage that people turn off their propane while underway. It is the safest way. But some folks have done that, leave it on because they're worried about the refrigerator. They're on long, long trips. You know, for goodness sakes, at least have a gas stop on if you make that choice. So you've got to get in that airbag sitting there. Yes. <laughs> it's watching for you. Okay. So that'd be the only thing I would say. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time and you know, this friendship. So thank you. Well, ditto. we thank really you. appreciate your time as well and your fantastic product safety and peace of mind that has a very small price tag and it's so worth it. Yeah. Small, simple, but very effective. That's a really good combination. Again, Mike Ray from DPS talking to us about the gas stop. Mike, thank you so much for your time and for providing the gas stop to us RVers who really have increased our safety many, many fold by having this ability not to have gas leaks. <laughs> yeah, it's a good That thing. is awesome. Thanks for the time, both of you guys. This has been fun. Yeah, you too. Thank you again thank you. so much. Call anytime. See ya. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Welcome back. Hopefully you learned something from Mike. And one of the places where you can buy the gas stop is on the Airstream Life Store. And you might be thinking, wait a minute. I don't have an Airstream. Yeah, but, but you don't okay. need an Airstream. You don't need an Airstream. We've actually purchased a whole bunch of stuff from Airstream Life. Yeah, we got the gas stop from them. We got a mat or rug that goes you know, under the awning in front of the camper. Mm -hmm. That's what they call it, a sand mat. I yep, think. something, sand, something. And then we also have water hoses. Yeah, they have the best freshwater hoses that we have found. Right. They have a lot of things. They're all vetted products at the Airstream Life Store. And they're all things that are, I think, really good quality, as you would expect from that brand. They're not affiliated with Airstream as it were. They are affiliated with Airstream Life magazine. Right. They have good stuff, and so we'll put a link to their store. Definitely worth looking into if you want some of the better stuff for your RV, no matter what brand it is, including yeah. if it is an Airstream. Right. Well, our destination this week is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the destination kind of is uh, the breweries of Albuquerque. <laughs> well, yeah. The campground that we're in is one that apparently is not that well known for some reason. So I don't remember if we told you last week, but we are actually staying at a city campground in the city of Bernalillo or the town of Bernalillo. And it's the Coronado campground. And it's so awesome. <laughs> it's so neat. It is not full hookup. It doesn't have sewer hookups. There is a dump station, but we do have water and electricity and there are sites that have only water. Yep. And every single site has a picnic table, of course, but around that picnic table is like an adobe shelter. So yeah. kind of a three-sided shelter, and it makes for a great windbreak, an extra added element of privacy, and it just feels really nice. It really gives your site, like, definition and where your space is <laughs> well also the sites uh, we found are very very level mm -hmm. and there is even like astroturf 
Yeah, for like under a little patio, awning. right? Yeah, there's like a little <laughs> patio there. So it there really it's a nice place and you're fairly well separated from the other people. You know, it's not like you're not right on top of other people. Right. They have a bathhouse with a shower and of course toilets. And as Peggy said, there's water and electric. We really like it here. It's been really nice and it's really been great central place for our house hunt, which is why I chose it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was kind of the main criteria for where we were going to camp. Yeah, it's also a beautiful view of the Sandia Mountain. Yes. In fact, I am looking out the window right now <laughs> at the Sandia Mountains. So there you go. Right. And so we have been out, you know, every day we've gone out doing some house hunting, of course, but also once we found the house that we wanted to put an offer on, we kind of wander around that neighborhood and see where the grocery stores are and we found a meat market that has some terrific meat and we've just been you know kind of getting to know our new neighborhood yeah yeah well and speaking of meat this week i wanted to highlight so i'm a big believer in good stuff has its own flavor right beer is beer flavored and coffee is coffee flavored and bacon is bacon flavored <laughs> however we are in albuquerque right at the start of the green chili season apparently yes and the local market had green chili bacon and so you know as they say when in rome do what the romans do type <laughs> of thing. so i thought oh why not i will try this green chili bacon and our rockwood came with a, an outdoor it's sort of a suburban's version of a blackstone griddle and so i went out there yesterday and made the green chili bacon oh my word it was so good i, I just it is one of the top five bacons I have ever had. And believe me, I have eaten a lot of bacon. <laughs> so, you know, if you go to a place where they sell bacon, you can get peppered bacon or whatever. And it's not like infused. It's not through the whole piece, but it's like a, a coating on top of the pile of slices or whatever. Right. So it's basically the the seasoning is on one edge of the bacon. Yeah. And we, Tony actually said we wanted the green chili bacon and he almost, the guy almost reached for the jalapeno bacon and we're like, no, 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 they look too much alike, but we don't want jalapeno, we want green chili. <laughs> right, it was, oh, it was so good. The bacon itself, it was in the butcher department of Smith's Market, which right. I guess is a local chain of supermarkets. Right, right so good the the bacon itself was fantastic and the green chili added just a little kick to it a little edge i guess yeah that really balanced well with the bacon yeah, so yeah if you're around a smith's and potentially they have this green chili bacon i cannot recommend more highly giving yeah. it a shot Give see a what shot. you think i mean is it just me I don't think so I because think so. they had a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of it was also, you could tell a lot of it had been sold. So. Yeah. Green chili, by the way, is everything, right? So in Albuquerque, in the Albuquerque area, maybe all in New Mexico, as Tony said, this is the beginning of the season. So our new friends that we've been meeting have been telling us everywhere we go, there will be people roasting green chilies, like outside of the grocery store and just everywhere. So, you know, I used to love in Lake County when it was crush season yeah, and I could smell the grapes being crushed and I really like that smell. So I'm looking forward now to being everywhere and smelling roasting green chilies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently that's, that's coming up shortly. So 
looking forward to that. Yeah. So, Tony, do you want to tell us about your fancy gadget that you have <laughs> kind of invented? Well, I don't know about invented, but... <laughs> well, you've put a bunch of pieces together. To make one cool thing. Yeah. We have talked in the past about how we stay connected on the road, and our method of choice is three different cell phone plans, right? We have an AT&T cell phone, we have a Verizon cell phone, and then we have a T-Mobile hotspot. And there have been places where we go where the signal is not that great. Mm -hmm. So there are devices, which we have, that will amplify a weak signal. And we have a WeBoost Drive 4GX. Now, on our old trailer, on the previous Rockwood, we had mounted a outdoor antenna on that trailer, and that worked okay. It was mounted on the ladder, and it was mounted according to what the folks at WeBoost suggest, but it wasn't great, to be honest. Well, and honestly, when we sold that trailer, we <laughs> forgot to take the antenna <laughs> off the roof. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so we're driving around now with a Wii Boost that doesn't have an antenna. Which is kind of pointless. Just, uh, yeah, a little bit pointless. <laughs> so with that in mind, I thought, well, I want to get a replacement antenna. And then I was on Instagram and I saw that Camco has an RV flagpole. And this flagpole has a base and you kind of just drive onto the base and that mounts the flagpole, right? So to make sure that that's clear, the base is a flat piece of metal. Right. And what we do is when we're parking, once we know that we're level and we're a few inches from where we want to ultimately be, then we put that flat metal piece under the edge of the tire and Tony backs or forwards onto it so that the tire is actually holding that base in place. Correct. And then the pole screws into that base. And it's sort of one of those, I liken it to a card table where it's in segments and little pop-out pins hold the segments up. And it's a total of 20 feet, this flagpole. Telescoping. Yeah, telescoping. Yeah. It telescopes up to 20 feet. It's really well made. I was very pleased with the construction. It's solid. I was a little concerned when I saw this. And I wonder if the back tire of our trailer puts enough weight on the base to make it stable. And it absolutely does. Yeah. It also, and kudos to Camco, it comes with an American flag that's actually made in America. Right. So that's a good thing. And you can mount two flags to the top of this flagpole. So it's got the clips for two flags, including, of course, the one it comes with. And you could fly. I don't know. I wish there was a stressless camping flag, but there's not. Soon. Yeah, Soon. Maybe. Yeah. We're working with Nature Soup on that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have talked to Becca about it. This flagpole also has the silver ball that goes on the top of it and that screws into the top of a plastic thing on the flagpole well i looked at that and i thought what if i put the antenna for the wee boost on the top of the flagpole so i could show off the american flag of course but also boost my cell phone signal so yeah. i did i finagled it was actually pretty easy the antenna comes with a spring mount so if you mount it on your vehicle it kind of can spring around a little bit that literally bolted right to the hole that the ball is supposed to go to on the top of the flagpole so it's really easy and then the antenna screws into that spring mount and you just raise it up it came with i think 16 feet of 
cable? Well, that was plenty. So even though it's 20 feet in the air. Well, the window's like seven feet in the air, so. Right, so we run it through a window. The WeBoost system has an amplifier, an outdoor antenna, and an indoor antenna. And so we run the cable in from the outdoor antenna to the amplifier, and then the indoor antenna is right there too. And oh my word, it is so effective. It just blew my mind. And I guess that's because of the height. So it's pretty unobstructed when it's way the heck up there. The flag's flying, looking good, and we are getting monster cell phone boostage. And na 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 Oh, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're not going to be singing about any monkeys. <laughs> All right. Well, then, why don't we talk about topless campers? <laughs> so uh, those of you who know, I do a, a daily RV review for RV travel. And I found an interesting RV built in Germany. If you don't know, the largest RV show in the world is not here in the U.S., but it is called Caravan Salon, and it's in Germany. And these European RV companies just pull out all the stops for this show to do something that makes people stop and have the wow factor. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a company that built a convertible Class A motorhome. I what? kid you not. It's pretty doggone cool. It has a top that kind of slides backwards and makes a convertible RV. So the front of this thing, there's four forward-facing like captain's chairs, and the top can slide back, and there you are out in the open. The front also has converts to a bed. You can sleep out there with that top open. You can drive around with the top open or have al fresco dining. I don't know who this al fresco gent is, but <laughs> apparently he likes to eat because I've heard of al fresco dining all over the place. It's kind of a, a neat thing. It's funny when you look at, this is a class A motorhome. It is powered by a four cylinder diesel engine. It's a lot smaller than any oh. class A that we get here. Yeah. But as a result, it gets great mileage, which is typical of you know European vehicles. Right. It's called the Skydancer. I'll put a link in the show notes to my story about it. And there's a bunch of pictures. It's pretty slick. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, we don't always have a maintenance reminder, but I like to keep it on our radar. So I wanted to just, this is not something new or groundbreaking, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I just like to every once in a while throw in the idea that as you are getting ready or, or moving from one place to another, whether you're, you know, full-time or whether you're traveling or whether you're just getting ready for your weekend, Make sure you keep an eye on your tire pressure. Check your pressure before you leave and do that when your tires are cold in the morning. Uh, well, relatively speaking, cold. Right. <laughs> before you get on the road and heat them up a lot. If you don't have a TPMS, it's a, we didn't have one before and we're sure loving having one now. Yeah. We can really keep an eye on our tire pressure while we drive. But just a, you know, just a little reminder that you want to check your tires before you get on the road. It's just a safety issue. And there has been a lot of comments and conversation on social media about the lousy travel trailer tires particularly. And so a good way to make keep yourself safe is to make sure that 
your tires are properly inflated. Right. We had those lousy tires when we got our first RV and we managed to go on them for like a year and a half because we just really watched the pressure. And when one stopped holding air, that's when we knew it was time to upgrade. (laughs) Yep. Well, we always have a question of the week, which you can answer in our fun and friendly Facebook group called the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. (laughs) Last week, we asked, how do you clean the top of your slide before you bring it in or check it? Yeah, so about half of you said you don't have slides. And yeah, we know that was supposed to be us. You don't have to (laughs) remind us that we said we didn't want a slide and we have one. But anyway, (laughs) only Brian said that he actually has slide toppers on his slide and I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that, Brian, because I think wind is a reason for not having them. But anyway, the rest of the people said they climb up the ladder and they use a variety of things, mostly brooms or rechargeable leaf blowers. So as I've said many, many, many times, if you want to know the easiest and laziest way to accomplish any task. <laughs> and the way that doesn't require us going up on any ladders. Well, that's part of that, right? Because <laughs> I, I don't like ladders. Even though we have a telescoping ladder that we bring with us and there's a ladder up to the roof of our RV. Yeah, we still don't use them very often. No. So what we do is we have a GoPro and that's on a like a selfie stick. So I first take the GoPro and I look around on the top of the slide to see what all is going on up there. Now, I don't know if everyone knows this, but you can control your GoPro from an app on your phone. Correct. So what he does is extend that telescoping selfie stick so that the GoPro camera is looking on the roof and he is standing on the ground looking at his phone at what the GoPro can see. That is correct. Yes, exactly. And if I see some reason to need to clean off something from this slide, we have an expanding stick that we bought at uh, FMCA Rally. And we have a thing called the RV Slide Out Sweep, which we will put a link to. And it's sort of a U-shaped piece of plastic. So it screws to the top of a broom handle. And then you can screw any kind of a broomy thing to the other side. Well, we put like a rubber broom. Depending on what we have to clean off, we have used either the squeegee head from our yeah. our window cleaner, yeah. or we have used the actual broom head, you know, the, the broom part, and just take it off of its normal handle and put it onto the slide-out sweeper. Right. And so that's how we clean off the top of the slide if we have to before we bring it in never having left the ground (laughs) so there you go if you want to know the laziest way to do it i believe that might and if you just don't like ladders and you want to keep your feet on the ground this is a great way to do it yep and so this week i like this question quite a bit (laughs) and this is all triggered from tony's love of bacon but (laughs) we had such a great we had such a great breakfast with that bacon twice now. So my question for you this week is, what is your favorite camp breakfast? Yeah. Breakfast is a has a big significance in my camping history as a kid. Breakfast was a big, big deal to us, and so... Well, I mean, breakfast also has a big history with us since we owned a bed Well, we did own a bed and breakfast, right. <laughs> and so we have some great ideas and recipes, which we'll share next week, but... Why don't you add to my list? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
And of course, you can do that on our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Yes, you can. You can answer that question. You can answer all the questions. And you can even ask your own questions if you'd like and see what kind of answers you get. Yep, absolutely. And of course, you know we do a once a week newsletter, which is completely and totally free. Uh, It's got links to the stories, videos, and podcasts that hopefully help you get the most out of your RV experience. Yeah, so just visit our website www.stresslesscamping.com and the first time you visit if you haven't before there will be a pop-up and it'll ask you if you want to sign up for the newsletter but if you've already been there and you didn't do that you can go to the bottom of every page has a chance to sign up for the newsletter and honestly we only send one email a week we send it just to the people who have signed up and as tony said it gives you all that information about what's going on in the rv world this week you'll also find notes for all of our podcast episodes on our website this one is episode number 161 just look at the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com and also on stresslesscamping.com make sure you check out our deals and discounts page including the new nature soup store (laughs) and all the things that you need for your stressless camping adventure and if you know of a great deal that our audience would appreciate please let us know and of course we're also in all the social places but you can start at stresslesscamping.com and from there jump off to your favorite social network and spend some time with us there too and of course if you are not a subscriber of the stressless camping podcast well you can do that as well it's free and we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire of course we always end with a reminder that reviews really really help us and help other people find us and the more listeners we have the easier it is to get these fantastic guests that we get and so if you haven't written us a review we sure do appreciate it if you could take a moment and write a review for us yeah thank you brian for writing a review this week you worked hard at finding how to do that and we really appreciate that you did yeah thank you very much to everybody who's here with us at the stressless camping podcast and most of all happy happy camping. camping we hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure we're honored by your reviews on apple podcasts which helps others find us too Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! You'll also at the website find show notes for this and all of our episodes. This one is episode number... Dear me, my chair is creaky too.